The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Joined here with Kyle Petty and AJ Almendinger. Yes. It's been a long time, man. Where you sure been? Has. I know. We're, I mean, we used to, they we let us on the first show together and they didn't ask me back. Never. So. I, know. I don't know. Little known fact this fella here named after a real famous AJ. Arenthal James, I think his name is originally. <laughs> We're getting set for a big weekend. IndyCar is going to crown its champion Sunday on NBC at Laguna Seca. This is going to be huge. The NASCAR playoffs move to Richmond. We're going to see the Xfinity Series start their postseason. And in the Cup Series, what's next after a wild opener what's next? in Las Vegas? Whew, when I, I say wild, hot and wild. I was a scorcher. Okay, and we talked about the other thing. When you drop the green flag and two teammates door each other on the first <laughs> lap, okay, Kyle Busch runs into the wall after 20 laps, and then we look at, at Kevin Harvick gets into the wall, Stenhouse gets in the wall. It's like, oh, my God, where's this race going to go? You know, what are these guys going to do? It was, a, uh, it was a strange race for everybody except Martin Truex Jr., who once again rises to the occasion. How about that? Let's get to today's starting grid, shall we? After a wild night in Vegas, which playoff drivers are in the most trouble entering Richmond? Hmm. There's a few there. There's one of them. Made that list. Two of them. Kyle Busch had strong words for some backmarkers this weekend. Was he over the line or did he have a point? We want to know what you think. Give us a call at 844-NASCAR-NBC or tweet us with the hashtag, let me say this. Oh, AJ, you were in Vegas. You yeah. look great, man. Look at that. I've been practicing Rocket. my Elvis. It was really good. Yeah. That was good. That was really good. I, I even had to smooth out the chest for that one. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah. I was I, a showgirl on Saturday. <laughs> How'd you do? <laughs> Grand. It was marvelous. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty no. awesome. Pretty no, awesome in that headdress. Sorry. There's so much sorry, sorry. we can talk about today. The <laughs> Vegas race. We got Richmond coming up. We're going to go to the phones before we do. Um, speaking of uh, a great Elvis costume, we don't always get a chance to tell a lot of stories. I'm going to tell one real quick. I used to have a Halloween party every uh, race because the Atlanta race would fall around Halloween. Tony Stewart says he's going to come. Fantastic. He shows up. In a beautiful polyester sequin jumpsuit with the cape. Mm-hmm. He was a little bigger at the time. There was one friend, my buddy Zach There's Randall. An older Zach Randall brought these three young ladies who were very attractive, and Tony walks in, and one of them said, Oh my God, he's dressed up like Fat Elvis. Tony Stewart, without skipping a beat, says, Yes, I am. How you doing? <laughs> Tony Stewart spent the rest of the night talking to them. It was the most legendary move yes, I I've am. ever seen in, a, in an Elvis costume. So it goes off that theory, I don't care what you call me as long as you call me. <laughs> call yeah. me. Okay. Yeah. Just call me, man. You don't call just me Waylon Jennings anymore. Let's go to the phones, people. <laughs> Who is it? This is a. This is going to be crazy. It's Carl, everybody. Nice, Carl. What's up, buddy? What's going on? How about Newman grinding 
about it. Talk about. But that's, that's not my question. You guys, with the announcement of Hemrick getting let go, uh, I read an article where Richard Childress said if he didn't make a move, he'd, he would lose Tyler Reddick. I think this is a concern in our sport. Too many drivers and not enough cars. No, Kyle, like you always say, they have to perform. <laughs> Hemrick wasn't doing that. But are we getting to the point to where – Really, one guy, one year, he's out, and we got these other drivers. Or is it just because it's the Custer, Reddick, and Bell, one of the best classes we ever seen? But I think we're getting a problem in our sport with too many drivers and not enough rides. Carl, that's a really great question. Really good. And congratulations to Ryan Newman. And you have, you're a Ryan Newman man. And you know he's on my list to be kicked out in the first round. Uh, but you stood by. Hey, I got to be honest. He I knows it. He knows I got you. So, um, but that was good. I don't know about the, you know, I, he, here's what I'll say to, to his question is it's a business. It's a business now. And, and you know it. We've both experienced yep. it, uh, both sides of it. Um, where you bring money, you have access to money, and you have talent, um, then you're going to move up the ladder fairly quick. And, and Childress made a business decision. I think this is a business decision. He's going to lose a Tyler Reddick if he doesn't find a place for him. Um, and if I'm Daniel Hemrick and I'm driving with Austin Dillon and I'm thinking, hmm, one of these guys is family. He's not going to get rid of his family. You know what I mean? I'm the guy out. I went to drive for the Wood Brothers and I looked around the shop and I'm like, I'm the only one here whose last name is not Wood. I know <laughs> when I get fired, when somebody goes, it's going to be me as the driver. Yeah. That's kind of the situation when you go to Childress right now is, is you have to understand that. So. Uh, and I think there's a lot of great drivers in the pipeline. Uh, but, again, you got to jump in and perform. Yeah, and to the point of really should NASCAR be limited teams to four yeah. cars, you know, they did that back in what it was, 07, right. 08, because right. there was such a surplus of sponsorships. Yeah. A team like at the point, Roush, was, had five. They could have probably went to six or seven yeah, right. because they had the sponsor. So NASCAR had to limit that so it just yeah. didn't start filling up basically the 43 spots yeah, with exactly. just a grouping of cars. Should they open that back up? Possibly. Yes. But the question really is, are the sponsors there to yeah. do that anyway? Sure. So and if that's the team the wants to add a car, like, okay, that's that's great. Yeah. Maybe we allow them. But is there even enough sponsorship yeah. there? So there's really two problems there. Yeah. And, yeah, there's a lot of young talent. There's definitely guys that have some money. And that's with Tyler Reddick. Call it what it is. He's an Xfinity champ. He's yeah. one of probably two or three drivers, the favorite to win the Xfinity championship again this year. Yeah. He's got six or seven wins, but he also brings some money with him, yes. which yeah. really helps the cause. And, you know, if you're right, if Richard Childress is looking at it, he's got to make the right decision. Yeah. I won't say Daniel Hamrick isn't out there performing because if you look at both cars, yeah. they've struggled a little bit. It's not like Austin Dillon made the playoffs and Hamrick's 25th in points, but point. that's a great you point. just... That's a great. You got to do the right thing yeah. for the business, and unfortunately, right now, that's where we are. And, and 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 I will go one step further for the business. You sacrifice a Daniel Hemrick to keep seventy or eighty people employed, yep. okay? Because if you don't, if you don't take the deal that's on the table, if you don't take the driver that's on the table with the money that comes along with it, and the potential for for race winnings and potential for money, then you've affected. An entire community of people, and, and, uh, not just one individual person. If it is Tyler Reddick. We don't know yeah, that, but if it is Tyler Reddick, we did see him in a Cup car. Yeah. I think it was Kansas. He might have yeah. finished sixth or seventh. Yeah, he ran good. Had a yeah, great so run. he ran great. So yeah. I mean, Reddick yeah. can get the job done. Boy, for the MC not guy. saying that we're 
that it is Tyler Reddick. We yeah. don't know. For the guy who's watching all the IMSA races and uh, commentating all, you yeah. watch a lot That's of the NASCAR stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can't get enough. Let's go back to the <laughs> phone. On the app. On the app. Marvin Blue <laughs> is on the line. Marvin, thanks for joining us, buddy. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing pretty good, Rutledge. How you doing, AJ? And how you doing, KT? Thanks What's up, for the thing on uh, pre-race. Yeah, man. Hey, I got a question for you. Who's got the uh, best advantage uh, winning the race at Richmond on Sunday and advancing to the Roval next week at Charlotte, North Carolina? Woo! Woo! He sounded like you before the show. <laughs> yes, he does. I don't know. Who do you think? Who do you think? I, that's a that's a tough question because it's. <clears throat> At some point, there's a grouping of cars that kind of stand out at yeah. each racetrack. And, and, and you take Vegas, for instance, you know, if you saw qualifying like uh, Stuart Haas. Right. And you start at the beginning yeah. of the race, you're like, oh, Stuart Haas. Yeah. And then Joey Logano goes from 27th yeah. to the lead in like 40 laps. Uh, so to give you a great answer, I don't really know for a fact. I do think Kyle Busch is going to come back with a vengeance. Yeah. He's been under a little fire. Maybe he's not under fire in, in yeah. his own head. But he knows that performance at Vegas wasn't great. He's still got a buffer zone to make it without having to win, but I think he's going to come back strong this weekend. Yeah, it's a funny place. I think um, Clint Boyer runs well there, yeah. ran great there in the spring. Here's yeah. a guy that's got to perform. So if they are going to be overly aggressive and come out of the box, uh, he's got to make something happen. So I, I look at Clint. I look at Eric Amarola, too, who he likes that place. But, God, when you start talking Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin, Martin Truex, those Toyotas and the way they are up there – Denny Hamlin was just out to lunch at Vegas, and and that kind of surprised me because he's a lot of people's championship pick. So uh, I think Denny's going to show up at, when we get there too. He's he'll be a factor at Richmond. Yeah, I mean the stats back up Denny there, but when we did racing roots with him, it's funny how much like that is the one place that he feels like. Yeah, he feels like Jimmy Johnson did at Lowe's. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like that, he really feels like this is my spot. Yeah. And it's always his no race. No matter what my year he is, I can come yeah. here and I'm good. Which is cool. It's cool yeah. to see a driver have that kind of confidence about one place. Yeah. So, uh, great question, Marvin. We appreciate you. All right, next on the line is Terry. Terry, thanks for calling and joining us. What's on your mind? Yeah, guys, uh, what do you think the chances are of uh, Hendrick sending two drivers to the next round? Yeah, two to the next round? Um, yeah. You know what? I, look, I think they're pretty solid, uh, honestly. Um, the, the thing is, is that, and, and we heard it a lot in Vegas, you can't win the championship in the first race, but you can lose it in the first race. And, and the thing is, you're not going to make it to the second round in the first race, but by God, you can take a, you can knock yourself out. And some of these guys knocked yourselves out, but I felt like when L, um, Chase went up and led the race, William Byron, golly, how lucky can you be to spin at the entrance of pit road, come down pit road, everything works perfect for you and you end up with a top 10 um, Alex Bowman ends up with a top 10. So I, I don't see why their three drivers don't move to the round of 12, honestly, unless they have, they all pile up going into turn one on the first lap. And <laughs> when we get to Richmond, if they run the way they can, I think they're good. I mean, you can't pile up on the first turn at the Robo. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> We've heard, that's true. We've heard that. Yeah. <laughs> Oopsie. I had nothing to do with that. No, so of not. course not. No, just I wasn't there. Have a good view. Uh, it it does seem like it's wild to think that it's at the level of competition where teammates might door each other by accident, whatever, on, on lap one. Yeah. Of the yeah. very first playoff race, I think it's going to be that kind of excitement 
every single week. But when, the teammates that door themselves, one's not in the playoffs. Yeah. And I know you're supposed to, like, try to play fair. Yeah. But that one is also trying to prove a point that That's I belong right. there and That's I need exactly to go win right. a race. That's yeah. exactly right. Because y'all think we'll Great see point. anybody who's not in the playoffs win a race? Um, you know what? I think we can. I, I, I think we can. Well, that's a good question. I think as we eliminate some of these guys, they could win races later in the, sure. in the season, too, yeah. as we eliminate some of them. So I, I think you might have that. I'm not sure. I'd like to see Daniel win. Yeah. I mean, everybody wants to see Daniel win because Daniel, he's so excited. Daniel, 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 yeah. Daniel. And look, Jimmy Johnson, he, I mean, he is as focused as he's been in yeah. I don't know about long. Jimmy at Richmond, but yeah. Jimmy at the Roval last year yeah. we saw, yeah. and uh, I don't yeah. see why he not. He went again. for it, man. Yeah. So close. Send it. Uh, next on the phones, we've got Bob. Join us from Pennsylvania. Bob, what's on your mind? Hey, guys, I just want to say hi. I hope you guys are having a good night. Uh, my yeah. question is, I'm a big fan of Martin Truex Jr., and do you guys think he'd have a chance to win another championship at Miami? And my other question is, real quick, who do you guys think will replace David Reagan next year in the 38 car? Hmm. Both great questions, yeah. Bob. Uh, Kyle, let's start with you. Go, AJ. Let's start with you. Can Ma- <laughs> yeah, can Martin Truex win another championship? For sure. I yeah. mean, we just saw it at Vegas. Uh, I do believe them being at Gibbs now, and when I say they, Martin Trex, Cole Pern, and that group, you know, they, uh, they're they not under the radar, but right. I feel like when they were all by themselves, even though they had the Gibbs alliance, it was yeah. like the, the pressure was on them to go out there and perform. All eyes were sh- like, okay, the 78 team, can they go do it again? Or they've won so many races this year, can they go win the championship? You know, with the Gibbs now, there's – Great drivers around them. Yeah. Great great teams around them. So they can fly under the radar just a little bit. We've seen that this year. Yeah. They're hot, and then they kind of slide under the radar. Then at Vegas, there was nothing spectacular early in, in, in the weekend, and even the first half of the race, the next thing you know, he's leading the race, and they go in. So, yes, he can easily go to Homestead and win a championship. David Reagan, that's going to be interesting because the it's really what the front row group is looking at. We talk about drivers that have a little bit of funding behind them. Is that what they're looking for? Do they want to just bring a veteran in just to go out there and be solid, not wreck a lot of race cars? You know, because that's what David Reagan always did for that program. He was so good, but they don't have the the capability of really contending for wins. But David knew how to maximize finishes every weekend. So I don't know who's going to be in that car. It's really what they're based on and what they're looking for. That's a great point. It's, It's tough to figure that out. Because you've got to put a driver in there who understands the capabilities and the limitations yeah. of what that team is and, and drive to the expectations, not drive to I've got to go up there and compete with Gibbs every week because they're not going to compete yeah. with Gibbs every week. It's a business model, and they have to have a driver that fits that business model and drives to that business model. We've got a lot more of your calls coming up. Plus, up next, Kyle Bush sounds off. Don't miss it. Woo! Call in. We want to hear from you. From around the world, compete for rugby's biggest prize, the Rugby World Cup. Friday on NBCSN and NBC Sports Gold. Another blue top here to 52, four up in front. By five to 24, he's got the 1888 with him. To the inside, inside, still top. Hold your line, inside. Still trying the outside, outside. He drove up on it, didn't know what he was going to do. Clear. 
Not your deal, man. I think the nose popping or knocked down or saw the splitter or something sealed. Get destroyed. 10 4, man. 15 4. 5 back, Larson for position, then another half straight. I don't get it, Tony. Just go home. I'm gonna blow a right butt fire here in a second. Gonna have a caution. Oh, do whatever the we can do after that. Told he was gonna go high. Thought he was gonna go high. He went middle because thought he was gonna go high and uh, killed our day. I don't know. I mean, should have run fourth probably, but um, instead 19th. I don't know. What? We're the top echelon of motorsports, and we got guys that have never won late model races running out here on the racetrack. It's pathetic. They don't know where to go. So, what else do you do? We had that 45 point buffer. Do you fall back on that? It's pathetic to have to lean on insurance. My premiums are going to go up. Kyle Bush, he tried real hard to do his best in that interview, and it was just a little bit too long, and finally lost it. <laughs> you know, Kyle Bush is a lot of things, but one thing he really is is funny. So that in, was a, funny. in the heat of a moment like that, throw up, my premiums are going to go up. Yes. I yeah. laughed that was real funny. hard that was as I was watching that. that was uh, there's a lot going on there, guys. And uh, I think I think Woo. Dale said it real good. Maybe one question too long. Yep. Uh, sometimes we've all been at a party and you stay maybe just one song just too long. Just a little too long, man. And I, I think that's what happened. But Wait, we want to hear. I close the parties down every time. Is that what that's you're asking? That's my point. Yeah. That's yeah. what we speak of. In, in drifting, they call, oh, just one more lap. And yeah. then your car's on yeah. a trailer. So uh, let's get to the phones. We got Dwight on the line. Dwight, thanks for calling in. What's on your mind? Yeah, I was just wondering, uh, mainly Kyle, for you, because you've, you've been out there a lot. But we've had guys that's been back markers. I've been watching NASCAR and been a fan since early 70s. Cecil Gordon, James Hilton, Ed Negree. I mean, those guys were back markers running seven, eight, ten laps down. So for Kyle to bash these guys and their car owners and sponsors, what's your thought? Yeah, look, well, Ned Jarrett did win a race at Darlington by 14 laps. <laughs> so they're I know. all back markers. Yeah, we're all back markers. True. But yeah. here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. I, look. I don't like that every driver gets out of the car and says the same thing. That's what I love about Kyle Busch. He gets out of the car, he tells you what's on his mind. Whether you like it or not, it doesn't make any difference, and then he walks off. What I don't like is he crossed a little bit of a line here for me um, by slamming these guys, by slamming these guys and their teams and talking about not winning championships. He put himself in a position to say, I'm the guy that should judge you, and you shouldn't be out here. You shouldn't be out here on the racetrack because you haven't done X, Y, and Z. You haven't checked off the blocks. That's not his job. So I, I don't appreciate that part of it. I appreciate his frustration. I appreciate what that team did to run in the wall on lap 20 and come back and have a shot at a top three or top four finish. I do appreciate his driving ability. I appreciate his mouthing. I like to hear him, but I, for me, he stepped over a little bit of a line. You got something to say? I mean, I was just going to let you go. Is that it? <laughs> wow. That's all. I'm, not, oh. I'm stopping. I'm stopping because you I don't want to do one I don't want to go that. Do you want to give me one more question? Yeah, no, 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 no. No, I mean, real, uh, I agree with everything you say, and I really do think Kyle Busch, I mean, at the end of it, may be the best of all time. We'll, yeah. Time will tell. True. But everybody's out there for a reason. Yeah, is that 52 car a fast race car? No. Did Garrett Smith Lee, especially there, do anything wrong? No. Watch it. He doesn't change lanes. He runs the same black line all, all the, the way, way around through the corner. the corner. Yeah. 
Yeah. Even after he gets yeah, hit, he runs the same The problem is, line. yes, he's running 20 miles per hour slower than Kyle Busch yes. at that point. And most of that is because of the car. Yeah. So yeah, true. I, I love Kyle Busch. I think he yeah. can wheel a race. He can wheel any type of race true. car, and we see it when he gets in him. But, yeah, that was a little bit over. But that was also frustration from the night. Yeah. He hit yeah. the wall in lap 20. Yeah. yeah. The, he Great was point. the one that hit the wall in lap 20. That's good. That had to salvage the night, and they did. And then he ran in the back of the 52 car. Yeah, Whether the 52 car was in the way or not, you can argue yeah. that. It didn't move. <laughs> Garrett Smithley did nothing wrong. He caused that. Yeah. He was frustrated. It's like he's probably going to go to Richmond and yeah. win and just really make like up I, for it. Like I said on Monday, 95% of the people, when you're on the highway and you run in the back of someone, you get the ticket. Okay, the guy it's that runs, runs, Sorry, so for that's following too closely. Yeah, yeah. Follow too close. You run in the back, yeah. you get the ticket. Sorry, Kyle gets the ticket on this. The one cool thing I think that did happen is we saw a lot of the drivers who got kind of grouped into that say, "Hey, I want to share a little bit about me." Yeah. We saw yeah. it from yeah. Garrett Smith. Yeah. 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 It was good. Um, they, they did Joey Gase, Corey LaJoy. They did good without slamming. Yeah, without slamming back the other way. They didn't make it personal. Right, and they yeah. did. I thought it was really cool because there's so many times where we don't. The BJ McLeods of the world and the Joey Gase is like, we don't we don't really yeah. explore their story enough. Every person yeah. out there has yeah. a dream. And their dream yeah. for, I bet, almost all but one is to be a Kyle Busch. Yeah, yeah. and we everybody would love to be in that 18 car. Oh, and you know what? It, I don't know if anybody else could do yeah. a better job than Kyle Busch yeah. in the 18 yeah, car. Probably but the not. fact is, we everybody would like to be in that race car. Everybody is going out there working their tails yes. off, whether... You're a pit crew member. Exactly. You're part of the media, TV. That's right. The race team or the driver. Everybody's out there trying to do their best and make a living. Yeah. And everybody's expectation has to be set on what they're in. Sure, everybody's out there to win, but yeah. And we do. I do think, for the record, whether you agree or not, we ought to celebrate a sport where that person will stand and talk rather than just walk off. Because if Kyle had said nothing, then no, we would I, all have been like, well, what? I love Kyle What was Bush's that comments. about, right? I, I like, come on, give us another comment. All right, let's yeah. go to the callers. Let's go to Candy in Texas. Candy. Candy, how are you? How do you feel about all this? Well, I have a question for y'all, but number first off, I'd love y'all show. Thank I you. I just wanted to tell you that. We love you. Um, now, that, now that we know that Kyle has seen the replay and everything, do you think that he owes Garrett Smithley an apology, and do you think he will do that? Um, well, Candy, two things. Number one, we're so glad you called. It's funny to hear us in the background. Um, pride's a real weird thing. So do I think he'll apologize? Do you? Hmm. That's interesting. I don't know. No? I, 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 you know what? This is. I will say this. If he does, I think it should be between he and Garrett and, and, and all those guys. We shouldn't get involved in that, and we shouldn't know about it. If he feels in his heart that he needs to go apologize, fine. I, I will say this. Um, I know I drove for a thousand years and maybe apologized twice. Uh, maybe, <laughs> you know, you just don't, man, because right. you're so arrogant in what you believe. I was, I always believed I was right. I could watch it on film and see that I was wrong, but I'm, I'm going to stand behind what I said. You know what I mean? Because you just, you don't want to show that weakness of backing down sometime. But if you do, it's behind closed doors where it's, it's me and you, you know what I mean? And we understand where we're at and we move from there. Yeah, it's if to me if Kyle really like watches it yeah. and then watches the interview and it's like yeah. wow I was probably over the line yeah. and he feels that the need to go apologize to Garrett Smithley yeah. or whoever in the group that that he offended or he felt like he offended yeah. then that's your own prerogative yeah, to right. go out there and apologize that's right but we also 
the whole thing about getting in a wreck and well, let's talk about it. Like, yeah. you, no, like I don't. I'm 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 so oh. over that. Like it's, and I get part Thank of it you. is because of part of it Thank is the, the, the world we live in and social media, and it's like, well, he said that, and it just spot. But here, wait a minute. Wait stop minute. apologizing wait unless minute, you feel like you need to apologize. Wait a minute. This is Richard Petty calling Kill Yarbrough to apologize. Yeah, it's just that like they had a lot. That didn't happen, people. That but never if you, happened. If you truly feel like you're out of line. <laughs> Then sure, That's go right. apologize. But right. just to do it to do, well, like, no, like, let's no. stop that crap. You ever go yeah. to a restaurant and your food is the only one that is right, and the other people at your table are mad at the waiter? That's what this feels like right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, coming up, we're off to Virginia as our 50 states in 50 days Can't wait. tour continues. get there right when late model qualifying was going on and I was always excited to see where my favorite driver was qualifying and I remember looking you know was he in the top four spots because the, the scoreboard only showed the top four when you would watch two drivers that had clashing styles get close to each other there was always sparks I started racing when I was 15 we told him we were 16 and at that time I don't think they asked for ID but it was like a month before I turned 16 all I wanted to do was be one of those late model drivers at Southside, and if I could do that, I was going to be happy with uh, how my life ended up. My greatest memory probably was uh, my very first race in the late models, and I went out there and I qualified on the outside pole. And immediately, top-notch guys that I'd spent so many years watching coming over and saying, what are you doing, you know, what are you doing up there? Gosh, it was the memories, it's just live forever. home state of Virginia is next on the 50 states in 50 days tour. We are visiting Dominion Raceway. Their history Woo! goes back to the 1950s. Old Dominion. When it was known as Old Dominion Raceway. That's right. To complement the their short track, state. Old Dominion also created the East Coast's first drag strip. Wow. How cool is that? The new Dominion Raceway has since added a road course, and if you're nearby, you can get discount tickets for tomorrow night's short track races by donating new or lightly used shoes for charity. Mark your calendars for October 19th when Dominion season ends with a late model race aptly yep. named The Big One. How cool is that? Old Dominion Raceway also hosted a handful of Cup yep. Series races in the 50s and 60s. The King won twice there. Twice. Twice. And twice. so did fellow Hall of Famer Ned Jarrett, who swept both races there in 1964. So much history. How cool is that? That is cool. That's cool, man. Cool. Yeah, that, that really is. That's and look, and Virginia has so much racing history. Um, you know, Roy Hendricks. We went and talked to all those guys up there: Lenny Pond, Manuel Savakis, um, Junie Dunleavy, who opened the door for so many guys to come into this sport. A lot of racing history up there, man. Yeah, and AJ is going to watch Racing Roots with Denny Hamlin. He said it's on his uh, DVR. I'm excited for you to see yeah, that. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. In Texas after that. <laughs> we also want to give a shout-out to Emporia, Virginia's own Elliot Sadler, yes. who closed out his NASCAR career with a top-ten finish in last weekend's Xfinity race. Man, what a guy. He's he's someone that I have missed, and to, to see him with that smile on his face after – 
driving around in that oven-like condition yeah, man. on the surface of the sun. Look at him. Such a stud. That's him pre-race, right on the left side, right there. That was that was pretty. Oh no, not not that one. But you he still looks the same, man. Still looks the same. Yeah. Do you think still he was like, why did I choose Vegas for my last? Yeah, race? I know. That's what he's thinking. Hundred degrees. Yeah. October it gets yeah. a little cooler. Yeah. No, no, okay. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, we'll go there. Yeah. Uh, following Kyle Busch's comments from last Sunday, Garrett Smithley and Joey Gase both shared some of their grassroots memories. Garrett had a late start to his career, first stepping into Bandolero at age 15. That's when I met him as a kid. And Joey shared a montage of photos from his climb up the ladder. Most of them came from his early career at Hawkeye Down Speedway in Iowa. How cool is that? So follow those yes. guys if you don't already. Grass Great roots, people man. that are out there racing their hearts out so they can live out a dream. Remember to keep sending us your short track photos with the hashtag MyTrack. My roots from I-44 Speedway in Missouri. We've got Brendan Willard celebrating a pro late model win on Military Appreciation Night. How cool is that? How did they take a picture in Missouri without Kenny Wallace? I don't know how <laughs> Great that question. And Hunter Wright was the <laughs> Legends winner last week at Veterans Motorplex in Tennessee. How cool is that? Up next, we're going back to the phones. Give us a call, 1-844-NASCAR-NBC. I apologize, guys. Winning another championship would be validation. I always wanted to be a champion. All I'm saying to myself is be Joseph. It all comes down to this. We have to find their weaknesses and what our strengths are compared to them. I'm here for a reason. I'm just going to give it everything I have. you got to be a little bit on the edge of your seat. I have to go out and fight. I can never give up. If I focus, we can win a championship. We are so yes. looking forward to the IndyCar Championship finale this Sunday on NBC. Joseph Newgarden, the points leader, controls his own destiny. If he finishes fourth or better on Sunday, he wins his second IndyCar title. Yeah, but Simon Pagano, Alexander Ross, it's double points. Laguna Seca, they haven't double raced points. there since 2004. My home track, by the way, Laguna Seca. <laughs> so double points. Anything can happen. Bad qualifying, it's yeah. tough to pass, Sarah. You got to make stuff happen. Wow. It's going to be a fantastic race on Sunday. It's crazy. Our stuff's just starting. Theirs is ending, and it's such an intense battle, yeah. man. Double points. Double, double it's points. Double points. So that's, that's what we need. We need a double points race. We need a double we points We totally race. do. If you're not clear, what that means is the points you get, it's literally it's double doubled. Back. It's yeah. literally doubled. <sighs> Woo. Double points, which means one would be two. I wish, oh we could, I wish we could be there in <laughs> Richmond because that would be – can you make that I was happen? Being yeah. No, we were yeah, too. We're being We'd too, like man. to go to both. Yeah. All right. I, I would love to go there. Yeah, I would love to go there. We are going to Jim on the line. Jim, thanks for calling in. What's on your mind? I'm just curious. Kyle Bush had to give an interview after the race, right? If not, they get fined? Correct. Yeah, something like that, yeah. How come the reporters can't get fined for throwing the same question at them time after time after time? <laughs> okay, okay. What are you? The okay, hold on, hold on. Oh, oh, ho, 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 ho. Back her down there, big guy. So, uh, okay, so why the reporters ask him the questions that they are, they are paid to ask? He's paid not to run in the back of people. He run in the back of somebody, so he's going to get the question what in God's name were you thinking when you run windshield deep up under that car, okay? So that's the obvious question. What question would you have asked him? Hey, how's things going on racing-wise for Samantha? No. What question would you have asked him? What's the kids him? doing? 
Yeah, <laughs> great question. Great question. Great you question. You watch yeah. your mouth when you talk about racing wise in I'm front sorry. of me. I'm sorry. I apologize. You know for the I sacrilege. love that show. I apologize. That is our favorite show. For the blasphemy. We watch Here, it. We talk about it. Here's the thing. Here's the hey, no, no, no. Here's the thing. How many times? And we've all done this as a driver. You think they're asking you the dumbest questions in the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, Mostly because you they're offensive yeah. to you in the moment. Yeah. No, 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 no. But yeah, but, but but because we're in two different places. Yeah. I am high on adrenaline. I just wrecked. I just got knocked out of a race. I just won, whatever it is. They're trying to write Monday's story. They're trying to get ahead of the game. So they do ask questions that sometimes they come across to us as a little dumb, but to the guys sitting at home, they're not always dumb. They're, they're the questions that guy sitting at home would have asked uh, in a lot of cases. So I'm going to de- defend the reporters. And there's multiple reporters from multiple TV stations and channels and networks and radio stations and newspapers and magazines, and each one of them gets a shot at asking a question. Um, and a lot of them are repetitive, and it's aggravating. I'm, I will say that sometimes. It happens. They're, yeah. But they're doing their job. Yeah. Bill, I think, would, would love to add to this. Bill, uh, what do you think about all this? I'm a big fan of the show. I love it. I'm from right here near the Martinsville Speedway, and we love Martinsville Speedway. Yeah. Yes, sir. I've been told to keep it clean, so the dirtiest thing I'm going to say is dirt track. I'm an old dirt track racer like <laughs> Kyle, so I somewhat understand, understand his frustration. And I'm a big Kyle Petty fan and AJ fan. I wish you guys were still driving. Uh, I, I would love for Kyle Bush to find the interview of the great Dale Sr., who once said, there's a lot of people even better than Dale Sr. Now, Dale Sr. said this, that will never get the chance to drive yeah. a race car. And Kyle Busch needs to realize that. I don't like <clears throat> Kyle Busch. I don't claim to be a fan of his, but I give him credit. Second is not good enough for the man. I, I do give him credit for that. But he's got to look at these drivers. That driver never changed lanes or nothing. That's I true. I don't know who was That's true. Kyle's uh, spotter that night, if it was Ray Charles or who. But the spotter should have started. <laughs> there you go. I you know are my man. That may be the one. Ray Charles or who? That, but, but he's right. But he's right. And, and I'll throw it back at you. Oh. you know, and my dad used to say it. There's a guy sitting in the third row that's a better race car driver than me. He just never got a shot. It's a, it's a... It's an honor to get to drive these things. Yeah. First of all, I am racing still. I'm, I race yeah, next. I still. I race next week at the Roval in the Xfinity car for yeah. you, for College Racing, yes. Bill. So I, I am still racing. Uh, you know what? Here's to counteract that. I don't mind if Kyle Busch feels like he's the best in the world because mm-hmm. you're supposed to. That's so true. whether that Dale Senior said, "Oh, you know," or yeah. Richard Petty said, yeah. "Yeah, the guy sitting in the third row." Is better than me. He just yeah. never had a chance. Yeah. That doesn't mean Kyle Busch thinking, you know what? I'm the best there will yeah. ever be is wrong either. Yeah, no, it's not. So, it's not so it, it has nothing to do with Kyle believing in himself and thinking that, you know what? These guys out here can't beat me. Like, that's how we should think. Yeah. That's what the team wants him to think. And more often than not, with all the wins that he has, he doesn't get beat <laughs> He's a right. ton. Yeah, that's a fact. He's right. But yeah. Oh, this is exciting. At the same it? point, you just fact. He made a mistake. He, yeah, made a, he made a mistake. Whether he wants to believe it or not, that was a mistake. He don't made a couple apologize. that race, and it cost him. But Don't yeah. apologize. Just keep going. Bill, great call. Coming that was up, a great call. We're going to share some Thanks of your feedback Charles on reference. social media. Let me say this is next. Woo! I want to apologize. Ray Charles.
Greetings. Welcome to NASCAR American Debrief. Nate Ryan here with Marty Greetings. Snyder. He loves that. Kyle part. Petty. He loves yeah. I love that. And Tyler Reddick. Greetings. 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 Jeff always loves it when I say greetings. Start. Start. Greetings. Greetings. Time in greetings. South Boston. Greetings. Yeah, we're going to start the show with greetings. Oh. You know, when Nate's not here, greetings. it feels like we're making fun of him with that. <laughs> we're not making fun of him. We're not. We love, we love Nate Ryan. Uh, he's not here today. I think he's on his way to Laguna Seca. I heard he is... Uh, Skydiving today. I hope so. Maybe getting so. a tattoo. I thought he was getting a sleeve done. Yeah, oh. he's getting Nate's, Nate's, Nate's covered. Nate with a sleeve would have a little elbow patch. It says greetings. All Nate's the way sleeve down. would be like his sports yeah. coat to have a little elbow patch. Isn't that cool? <laughs> so you know what that means? It's time for let me say this, but but seriously, Nate's not here. So I'm gonna do my best to, to do these. So we're gonna go to Fred first. He said, uh, Kyle Bush haters are mad when he walks off and mad when he speaks. Can we decide what we want, fans? Kyle Bush haters are just like Kyle Bush, mad all the time then. Is that what you're trying to say? No, that's not what he said. He's yeah. like, you know, darned if you do, darned if you don't. Fred, great, great point. Zach said, do you think the speed difference between the faster cars and the slow lappers is too great? KB is still catching lap traffic even after he got into the 52 and was more than a second off. Martin Truex Jr., I get they were meeting minimum speed, but still they're way off. Oh, for the record, qualifying didn't show they were that far off. I mean, less than two seconds. Separated the entire field. Yeah, but there's a there's a um, there's a minimum speed. There's a minimum speed they have to run. So they make minimum speed. They're yeah, they're legal. Yeah. That's right. If you if you make minimum speed, that's yeah. the deal. Just like on the interstate, 45 is minimum are you, speed. Are you just going to read through all these at one time like War and Peace, or are you going to stop and let us talk about them? Did I mean, what's the deal here? Did you want to talk about? Yeah, it? I thought that's what this segment was. It's let me say this, but we're not saying anything. Kyle, you're say you're something. doing all the talking. You say something. Nope. Let me say this. This has turned into the Rutledge Show, and we. <laughs> this is egregious. I need, I right, need Nate right now. Go. I'm going to move on to the next one. This one's from Donnie Langford. He's got a question on another Xfinity star. If Cole Custer stays in NASCAR in Xfinity in 2020, does it help younger drivers uh, like Cole Custer and others make themselves more marketable to sponsors that might be available? If he stays in the Xfinity? Yeah, meaning if he doesn't try to move up right now, because we also don't know if there's a place for him, is there yeah. a sponsor? What is that right amount of time? I don't know. What do you What do you well, think? I, no, I don't think it. Cole Custer has has made his name in yeah. the Xfinity series. If you don't know who Cole Custer is yeah. by now, you're not going to know by him running another year. He's fast. He's talented. Seen him come through the Truck Series. Now yeah. into Xfinity. Uh, possible chance to win a, win a championship uh, starting this weekend. So to me, it has nothing to do. He needs another year <laughs> so people recognize his name. People are going to recognize his name by being in the Cup Series. Yeah. So it's just about finding the yeah. right place and, and some sponsors to go with it. Yeah. And if you haven't checked out Cole Custer's Cold Custards yet, you really should. <laughs> it's a fantastic... He's really opening up. And anybody that does a stone-cold beer rip in Victory oh, that Lane, was good. I'm that a was fan. Good. But does yeah. it count if you fall down after Yes, that? it's yeah, better. It yeah, it makes it even better. better. Yeah. David right. wants to know, he's got a business question for Kyle. He said, what are the upfront costs and returns for a boot barn franchise? Wait a second. Join a, re a winning race team, Kyle yes. Fetty's Boot Barn, Western Boots and Accessories. I did not know this about you. Yes, I was. Uh, once I tried a Ponzi scheme and it did not work out. <laughs> um, that's an old ad, obviously. But if you're still willing to invest, I'm still willing to take your money. That's right. Oh, <laughs> man. I bet y'all had boots and shirts and hats. We had it all. You Ooh. know, we had, just like our Stenthouse, uh, racing right. with Stenthouse. Same thing. Same uh -huh. thing. Come on down. Did you do commercials? Come on down. Come on down. The Cowboys Boot Barn. We'll try put to you in a pair of boots. Did you try to focus on everything and not just the boots? I tried if to it's focus the boot on, barn? on the money. 
I tried to focus on the money, man. <laughs> How'd that yeah. go? It didn't it go. Went, I'm not in business, am I? Went not right out the door. You know, it's too bad. He was right next to the cutting corral. It was a Western-themed hairstyle in place. curl. We're going to wrap up today's show with more of your phone calls next on Motor Mouths. continue this weekend in yes. Richmond? Yes. Yes it, will. yes, it will. We've got time for a few more calls before we go, so let's get to Lori. You've been hanging on with us. Thank you, Lori. Lori thank thanks you. for hanging. What's on your mind? Hey, well, first off, you guys are hilarious. <laughs> oh, and, thank you. Um, thank we well, think so. secondly, I have been a Kyle Busch fan since, mm, I guess back then it was the Bush series. Okay. But I can't quite understand why he is complaining about the package when he has been able to go from the back to the front um, like it's nothing. He got back up to, like, you know, fourth place. And my second sort of part of the question is, do you think he's going to lose fans because of both his um, interview on Pit Road and then his interview with the media? Because I still like him, but I've lost a little bit of respect because I think he was so disrespectful for, well, that, yeah, Garrett Smithley and just just fans. That's really good perspective, Laura. Great questions. What do you think? Do I think he loses fans? No, I don't think he loses any. He has a core of fans that are Kyle Busch fans. Yeah. I, I don't care what Kyle Busch does. Yeah. Um, and, and and he can do anything he wants to do, and he's got that core group of fans. Um, I think people, you know, listen, when you win 50-plus races and are Hall of Fame bound and have won a championship and have done the things – you have the right to speak your mind. And he should speak his mind. I think we both said that in the beginning. I don't want Kyle Busch to change. I like who Kyle Busch is. Um, I think he stepped over the line this time, as again, by making it personal with some of these guys. But as a whole, I love Kyle Busch. Yeah. I, I think he adds so much to this sport. And the, the quickly on the on the package, the, the package, him not liking the package has nothing to do with him being able to yeah. win in the package. In the package, that's, right. <laughs> what he, that's what, right. What he doesn't like and some of the drivers don't like about the package is it's less horsepower yeah. at, at the bigger racetracks. It's big downforce, yeah. so you're wide open the whole time for the most part. And there's not a lot of – you don't get to slide the car around. Yeah. So it kind of takes some of the driving away. True. You have to be so True. spot on with the setup, and the driver sometimes can't yeah. finagle himself around that setup. So I think that's where he's frustrated with the package is that it has nothing to do with whether he can win in any package. So right, yeah. It's just, but, his, it's just, but, but his statement does not align no, 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 with his listen, movements on the yeah, track. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Let's correct. just go back to the very beginning of the, of the COT, the car tomorrow. He won the very first race, and it got out and said it was the biggest piece of junk he'd ever said yeah. in his life, and it was going to kill racing. So he's never liked changes with anything yeah. we've done. He just wants something that he can drive the wheels off of and show people what he can do. Hmm. Okay, Fair next enough. question. Uh, Rachel's on the line. Rachel from New York, thanks for calling in. What's on your mind? Hi, everyone. Um, I wanted to know if there are any Xfinity playoff drivers other than the big three that you think could potentially win this championship. Man, I don't know. Yeah, I, you know, I think Cendric could get hot. 
Um, Algar could get hot. We're not considering yeah. Algar one of the big three right now. These algar has been to the to the Final Four, the the the, the last four uh, at Homestead the last two or three years. So I think there's a couple of guys that could jump in there. And as we saw with the Cup Series, the way the playoffs start, you take a couple of guys that have bad races, the first couple of races, they might not make it past another round. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah and, and Homestead is unique. Yes, it we, is. We see it every – got to run the fence. Uh, Reddick was so amazing oh, yeah. at it last year. I think he'll probably be amazing at it again this year. Yes. Uh, Algeyer, the, the other one, you know – Austin, and unfortunately I've had to see it, on yeah. the road courses has done a great job. Yeah. He's quick on the ovals, but we haven't seen him up yeah. front. So that's where I kind of like, okay, can yeah, he he's get a, there? He's outside. He's an outlier. We got Briscoe. Briscoe's, Briscoe's, is Briscoe's one great. more that he great gets the homestead ride yeah. in the fence. He can be really yeah, fast there. For sure. We got time for one more call quickly. Steve is on the line. Steve, what's your question, buddy? Hey, uh, I got a Stuart Haas question. Uh, Harvick's okay. doing so well, but the other three aren't uh, capitalizing. What seems to be going on with that uh, foursome there? And AJ, nice job on yeah. the two road course. Oh, thank yes, you. great job. Hey, I got great one more next on week. We're going to try call, to get it done. Steve. Um, it's that, like that every year. Yeah, like, what, like, It's like that every year. Like Kevin Harvick is the leader of that team. Yes. That stuff is yeah. great equipment, and he makes it look yeah. like exceptional equipment yeah. because Kevin Harvick is just that good. Yes, I know Clint Boyer won two races last year. One was a rain race. Yeah. I'm not going to take it away from him. I'd like to win yeah. a rain race. Me but too. Kevin Harvick had that race won. Yeah. And then he at, at Martinsville. Yeah. That, and then Amarola won at Talladega. So the point is, it's like that every year. There's yeah. no difference this it's year. No, that's right. That's, that's it. There is no difference. It's, just, it's the same point. And listen, it's been the same everywhere Kevin Harvick's been. Yeah, through the conversation. That. Early predictions: Who wins the IndyCar championship? Ooh, New Garden. New Garden. New Garden. I'll go with New Garden. Three o'clock. He knows. NBC. And Sunday. who wins? Who wins Saturday night at Richmond on NBC? Mm, Joy Logano. Ooh, how about ah. that? I think Kyle <laughs> Busch is going to win. Thanks for watching. See you next week. The longest field goal ever attempted is seventy-six yards. The longest field goal ever missed. Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.